0: And welcome to episode 24 of the Long Story Short podcast with myself, your host Vicki Cornick. I cannot believe I have hit 24 episodes. Unfortunately, this is going to be the last episode of this season, so I'm not gone forever. But I basically set out in January, so six months ago, to start the podcast and I have just, I set out to do at least 10 episodes and here we are at episode 24. But thinking back on it, it was a goal that I'd set myself. I have chatted to some amazing people in the last six months, people with incredible, inspiring stories and people with some, like, just a a whole host of knowledge that I have learned so much from. So I have really, really enjoyed Recording the podcast, and it's definitely not the end. I am going to have a chat with my amazing podcast producer Jesse, who has just been incredible for the last uh, working with for the last six months, and we are going to put a plan in place for bringing back season two, hopefully in a few months, with some more guests and hopefully some more solo episodes. But if you have been listening and following me on this journey, just thank you so much. I appreciate all the shares. All, you know, the comments that I've received from people saying that they love the podcast, it really, really means a lot. So thank you so much. But for my last episode, it is obviously a solo episode. I'm going to be talking about something that I think is very time appropriate. We are smack bang in the middle of summer. It is the first week of July. And I definitely think from chatting with clients, I myself just got back from holidays last week this is a topic that people are probably, you know, going to be focusing on this time of year. So what we're going to talk about today is tips for navigating your nutrition while on holidays. So like I said, I just came back from holidays last week, so I can share with you all my tips that I used while I was away. But I think going away on holidays. This was something that I really, really struggled with. Go back maybe to 2017, 2018. And I know a lot of people do struggle with this. You know, you might be in that routine when you're at home where you're, you know, smashing your nutrition, you're smashing your training, and then you've got a holiday coming up and you're kind of in prep mode for that. You want to look really good. You want to feel confident, which I'm all about. I feel like everybody deserves to feel like that when they're on holidays. But there can be that kind of thought process of. Oh my god, I'm kind of scared to go away now because my routine's going to be different, you know, I'm going to be eating out more. I'm going to maybe be drinking a lot more alcohol. I'm going to be more open to, you know, ice creams, desserts, you know, maybe just not being in that, you know, as quote-unquote good routine that you would be when you're at home. And this can be scary. Um, which is why I'm going to help you today with giving you some tips. So I myself have been there where I have been this person going away on holidays and I've been, you know, needing to stay in a hotel that has a gym or needing to stay in an Airbnb that's near a gym. That would really determine, you know, my choice of where I was located on holidays, which looking back on it now is kind of mad to think, but it's taken me like 4 or 5 6 years of progress to kind of get to this stage where you know I'm very much okay with going away and training you know once or twice as opposed to training 4 or 5 times at home. I've also been that person that goes away and tracks calories when on holidays. And by the way I'm not saying there's anything wrong with these things but I suppose what I will get onto is that there's always going to be a time and a place for these things and at the end of the at the end of the day you want to go away deciding what you're going to do and owning that decision and not feeling any guilt or, you know, negative feelings around your decision. I was also that person that kind of, you know, would have stressed or panicked about, is the hotel going to have, you know, fresh fruit and enough protein? And, you know, when we're going out for lunch, like I need to pick the right place. And that was all from a health perspective, not necessarily from a food enjoyment perspective. So I know a lot of people will be in the same mindset that I was and feeling that they need to be really strict and really quote unquote good when on holidays and almost trying to recreate, you know, the habits that you have at home here. Again, not saying this is good, not saying this is bad, but I know that is kind of one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is also that I, something that I've done a couple of times in the past, which is viewing a holiday as like a YOLO fuck it mode. And this is where I've, you know, felt the need to eat everything inside, felt the need to eat everything that I would consider off limits at home. And that could be, you know, having two to three ice creams a day, you know, having pancakes for my breakfast, burger and chips for my lunch, and then a pizza at dinner. And while it's good to have a little bit of freedom when you're away on holidays, because, you know, in my opinion, holidays are for relaxing and for enjoying ourselves. I do think back on those holidays and they did have me coming home, feeling guilty, feeling pretty crap about, you know, my body, about myself. And I think, you know, there's definitely a balance when it comes to going away on holidays. Before we get into it though, something that really changed my mindset when it came to holidays, I think at first I thought holidays were like this really big challenge, but almost like a challenge in a negative way. And that kind of took the fun out of holidays because it would stress me out if I couldn't get to the gym, it would stress me out if I couldn't track my calories, it would stress me out if I didn't have access to, you know, really high protein foods and plenty of fruit and veg. If we try to change that mindset and think of holidays as a more positive challenge for ourselves. So this is something that has definitely helped me in the last, you know, three or four years. I've almost kind of set my, you know, mindset up that I know I'm going to be going away. I know my routine is going to be different. I'm not going to necessarily, you know, have access to making my own food if I'm staying in a hotel or, you know, if I'm staying in an Airbnb, supermarkets might be a little bit different. So, setting your expectations on, you know, going away is something that I think is really important. But also seeing it as a challenge, especially if you are struggling with, you know, in- introducing a more flexible approach while you're away is kind of saying to yourself, right, I know I'm going to be eating out maybe, you know, twice a day. So why don't we challenge ourselves? Or even if you're, you know, somebody who is trying to stay relatively on track, that you maybe usually view holidays as a bit of a fuck it mentality, viewing it as, okay, well, I'm going to challenge myself. And I want myself to feel really good after this holiday. So while, you know, I usually kind of don't even think about nutrition, I just think of it as this YOLO mode. I'm going to maybe, you know, try to eat quite nutritious for my breakfast and my lunch. Dinner, I'm going to really enjoy. But I suppose we just want you to be a little bit more mindful when you are going away and paying attention to what you are eating as opposed to just having this black and white mentality of, you know, fuck it. I'm on my holidays. I'm going to do whatever I want. And by the way, if you have that mentality and you are okay with that mentality, that is absolutely fine. It's those, I suppose, that have that mentality. They go on their holidays. They think, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to have a free for all, eat everything in sight, drink whatever I want. And they come back and they're, you know, riddled with this guilt, riddled with this anxiety, riddled with this negative self-talk that just has them in this, you know, horrible, like difficult headspace. That's what we don't want. So it's all about, I suppose, picking and choosing how do you want to feel when you come back from your holidays and owning that decision. And if you are going away and you're like, I'm going to eat out, drink whatever I want, and I'm okay with that, and you come back from holidays and you are genuinely okay with that, that's great. That's amazing. But if you're somebody that's, you know, feeling like that and exactly like I said, coming back and feeling so crap and so horrible... Then it might be worth trying to change your mindset around holidays before you go and while you're over there. Another thing to note, and this is something that has been a real game changer for me, I'm I'm not even gonna say in the last like four or five years, probably in the last in the last one or two years, and that is overindulging, hitting the fuck a button, and feeling like I need to eat everything on my plate doesn't mean that I'm actually going to enjoy my holiday more than if I didn't. And this is something that I actually apply at home, even when I'm going out for dinner or getting a takeaway and something really stuck with me. And I I can't remember who said it, but I saw it on Instagram and it was like, the first three slices of pizza are going to taste amazing. The last three slices of pizza mightn't taste as good. And that kind of hit home with me. And it's not to say like I could, I could definitely polish off a full pizza depending on how I'm feeling. But I suppose sometimes, and something to think about is that maybe less of something is more. Maybe it absolutely is. Like, and I have this conversation with my mom a lot of the time who loves, you know, a couple of glasses of wine, you know, every night of the week. I often say to her, like, would you not prefer to have, you know, Uh, your glasses of wine on a Friday and a Saturday? Like, would that not be more enjoy, like, would you not get more enjoyment out of that? Would you not look forward to it a little bit more? Because the less often we do things, the more enjoyable they tend to be. So that's something as well that you can think about, I suppose, at home or even, you know, on your holidays. One example that I have with myself is that whenever I go away on holidays, I, and I love ice cream, like it has to be probably one of my favourite kind of like sweet treats to have, but I would always feel the need, like, if I didn't have ice cream a lot at home that I would need to have, you know, at least two or three ice creams a day on holidays. And it's almost like trying to make up for lost time, if that makes sense. So, but something that I suppose I had kind of, I found in my last holiday was a progression or or a win for me was that there were definitely like two or three days that I didn't really feel like having an ice cream and I didn't get one just for the sake of getting one. So again, we're back to that. You can do whatever you want on holidays, but whatever you decide to do, own your decision, no regrets, no guilt, and no negative self-talk afterwards. Personally, for myself, how I approach a holiday when it comes to my nutrition and my training will depend on the length of the holiday. So I've talked about this before in a previous podcast episode that was about how to uh, live your best life while still reaching your fat loss goals. And I talked a lot about like city breaks and city breaks for me, you know, usually last like two to three days. That is such a short amount of time that I generally will not train when I'm away. I will l- literally eat whatever I want, and that might be, you know, a delicious croissant for breakfast. It might be, we were in Rome in January, so like what's coming to mind for me here is like maybe pasta for lunch and then like a pizza for dinner, and probably. lot lower on the nutritious side of things and in terms of like including nutritious foods in my diet but at the end of the day in my head not that I'm trying to rush to get all this food in but I'm thinking right I'm away for like two or three days you know that isn't going to have a huge effect if any when I get back home so I'm really going to you know experience the food over here I want to try you know as much as possible And while yes, still listening to my hunger cues and paying attention to, you know, more mindful eating doesn't mean I have to always finish the pasta or the pizza, but I'm probably going to be a lot more flexible in my nutrition approach. And when it comes to training, you know, something that's again changed in my head is I don't need to be rushing around to find a gym on a city break. I want to walk around the city, get loads of steps in. um, But as far as training goes, that won't be happening. With a More longer holidays. So, for example, my holiday last week was a week long. I will very much kind of spread out that enjoyment of food over the week. When it comes to training, I personally do like to train when I'm away. I have low expectations in terms of how good a session is going to be. So I'm not going into the gym looking to hit a PB or, you know, like be absolutely, you know, dying or sweating when I've left the gym. But I want to do something because purely it just makes me feel good. Now at home, I usually train on average five days a week. When I'm away, this would drop down to two or three. So when I was away last week, I trained two days. I wanted to get in a third day But it was the last morning that we had. And I waited up. I was like, do I sleep in a little bit longer? We had a lot of late nights. We were at a wedding. So there was a lot of, you know, partying and going out, which was amazing. And I suppose I just waited up at the end. I was like, do I want to, you know, do a 20-minute walk to the gym, train for an hour and walk back? Or am I happy out just chilling for the day? And I chose to chill for the day. And I was so happy with my decision there. But I suppose a longer holiday, my meals will be a little bit more nutritious. I will not be, and like I said, I'll kind of be spreading out that indulgences or the indulgences over the week, because at the end of the day, that makes me feel better. I don't feel the need to cram everything into the whole week of like burgers, chips, pizzas, ice creams, you know, pancakes. It just, I know I feel best when I have some amount or some level of nutrition in my diet. So what I generally suggest people do when they are let's say we'll take a week's holiday for example pick one meal that we you're going to call your like your fun meal your meal that you're really going to enjoy you're not going to look at the calories you're not even going to you know think about it in terms of nutrition you're just going to pick it on the menu and enjoy it so for me usually that's going to be dinner so just as an example on holidays last week I would, we'd go for breakfast and I'd get like an omelet with veggies, a side of fruit and some toast. And that for me, like kept me full, nice and full for the morning. And you know, I I felt like I was hitting my nutrients and I was getting a nice amount of protein in. Um, I'll be honest, if I was looking at the menu and I saw like pancakes or something a little bit more indulgent, it doesn't really do it for me. Like breakfast would be one of those meals that I always kind of just like to have as a solid, nutritious meal. I'm not a mad lover of breakfast, but I do generally like something that's, you know, filling and nutritious, if that makes sense. Um, but you could pick breakfast as your fun meal and then the rest of your meals for the day. So for example, my lunch, uh, we were staying in a really nice hotel and we had... Um, a bar area at the pool and I picked a lovely salad on the menu which was actually really nice and I know that people are probably saying cheese a salad like why would you be choosing that you're on your holidays but... I really enjoyed it. And that was something that I had most of the days while I was away. Dinner was definitely those, the evenings that, you know, we went for tapas and I literally picked whatever I wanted on the menu. I had, you know, my sangria, I had my cocktails, I had a few beers. And that was my meal, that was, that was the time of day that I really enjoyed my meal. Um, like I said, like I had ice cream most days, but then there were a couple of days that I just didn't feel like having ice cream. So I didn't. And, you know, just because my boyfriend got an ice cream I really realized like, it doesn't mean that I have to get an ice cream as well. And I suppose when you kind of realize that, and it's not, by no means is it a sense of restriction, not at all. I would probably say maybe four or five years ago, it would have been a form of restriction, but I really just tried to be in tune with my body and be in tune with, do I actually want this? And with how I was feeling in that moment, I didn't. So I didn't have the ice cream or I didn't have the desserts or whatever everybody else was having. Um, And I think it was one night everybody's getting cocktails and I was like, I just don't feel like a cocktail. Like some people love cocktails while they're away and I do as well, but like one or two is fine and I just feel like they're super sugary and I just actually feel a little bit sick after them. So I switched to a gin and tonic and that was, you know, way more enjoyable for me. Still had a, a nice few, you know, drinks and stuff while I was out. So yeah, that's kind of one of my biggest tips is pick one meal. That's a fun meal. Keep the other meals, you know, high in protein, high in fiber. Like I said, eggs, toast, yogurt, fruit for breakfast, maybe chicken, tuna salad for lunch, and then really enjoy your dinner. You can do it whatever way you want. Something that I kind of mentioned there was like, if you're not really feeling like something, you're you're not wanting it. You don't need to have it. So this is what we call, and I talked about this again in a previous episode, is the fuck yes principle. So if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. I briefly mentioned in that episode, I apply this like with everything in life. I apply this when I'm going shopping. I apply this, you know, with food or with a takeaway. If it's not an immediate yes, I would absolutely love an ice cream or I'd absolutely love that pizza. It's a no and I'm gonna get something that, is probably just going to make me feel better, whether that's, you know, steak and veg or whether it's fish and, you know, a side salad or something like that. So that is something that was a huge game changer for me when I realized I'm not, you know, immediately jumping to this. Therefore, I probably don't want it or most likely don't want it. And then the hunger scale really comes in handy. So like that, even with my fun meal, I will apply the hunger scale. And there were some days where I just was like, okay, I'm at that, you know, seven or eight out of 10 on the hunger scale. I'm quite satisfied, but I'm going to stop here. Um, We never really want the hunger scale to go below like a four because as we probably all know by now, what happens when we're super hungry and we restrict ourselves for most of the day or for most of the week, we eventually get hungry and we eventually become ravenous and then we overeat so I always like to kind of keep myself between a four and an eight on the hunger scale I also never want to be like uncomfortably stuffed to the brim or like really really full that I almost feel sick not saying that's never happened to me before there are times where I do overeat to the point of like you know kind of unbuttoning your jeans um but that's rare and I do try to stay you know away from that Um, because it doesn't at the end of the day, I'm always kind of thinking about my future self, and that generally doesn't make me feel good when it comes to alcohol. Like I said, I love a couple of cocktails by the pool, and that was one thing that we loved about our hotel. We had a pool bar, and I think it was the first day we kind of not went a bit mad, but we were like, Oh my god, this is amazing! So we had you know aperols, sex on the beach, like all these different, like I had a mojito as well. And it was so, so nice. But then like, I got really sick of them really fast. So I actually opted for, I love a Corona in the sun. So I was, you know, sipping on my Corona and yes, beer, you know, relatively high in calories it wasn't from a calorie perspective it was from how I feel what do I actually want in that moment but then like I said we were out for dinner and went for a few drinks either before or after and I was just sick of cocktails at that stage so I opted for a gin and tonic and it was absolutely lovely and I actually felt like it wasn't I don't know it wasn't something I was something that I could continuously like slowly drink through the night it wasn't something that I you know got sick of very fast. So again, that's just my, you know, opinion on things. I had my wine with dinner, had my sangria with dinner, loved it, really enjoyed it. Because we were away for a wedding, I probably had a lot more alcohol than I would on a normal holiday. Um, I still would drink when I'm away, but I probably wouldn't drink as early on in the day. So that was one thing that was probably a bit different. Um, And I last week put um, a post up on my stories, you know, explaining how, I'm coming home, and I'm not going to restrict. But I did mention that I probably felt a little bit more—I like to use the word "blah," like just a bit shitty. I probably felt a little bit more shitty on this after this holiday because my alcohol consumption was that little bit higher. And you know, I love a drink, but my lifestyle, my job, the way I love to train—it doesn't. <laughs> Drinking a lot does not accommodate that. So yeah, I, I no regrets, really enjoyed myself, but I definitely felt, noticed the difference of drinking a bit more on holidays and feeling that little bit more shit versus previous times where I wouldn't drink as much as I did. When it comes to training, I really enjoy training on holidays, but I also enjoy doing something different. So for example, on the first morning that we were there, I actually went for a run it was like a 3k run but it was uphill so it actually felt way longer and way harder and it was in like jesus like 28 degrees of heat um, and i really enjoyed that and it you know i got a sweat on had me feeling really good And um, so i generally like to tr- like to try something different when i'm away but i also find across a gym and for me finding new gyms when i'm on holidays is actually something that's really fun i know people would probably not be able to think of anything worse than that my mother being one of them. Um, But I, yeah, I love to try out new gyms. So that's something that I did. I trained in a CrossFit gym twice when I was in Spain. Like I said, I did plan on training the third day, but I just, I was too tired and we had probably been going to sleep on average at 3am, 4am most days or most nights. So yeah, sleep was totally off and I was just feeling a little bit crap in general. So I was like, Sleep is the priority for this morning on my last morning as well. Um, So yeah, I personally like to train a little bit, but I will definitely not train as much as I do at home or to the intensity that I do at home. One thing I will really try to do though is focus on my steps. So... For that week that we were away, that started off really, really well. (laughs) Once the wedding day hit, uh, my steps went downhill after that. Um, I think that was just a long day and I was really tired for the last two days of the holiday. So steps definitely went down. But I think, you know, if you can keep your steps up, it's a great way to see a place. Like that, I think I averaged like 12, 13,000 steps over in Spain. Like we were staying in a beautiful little town called Nerja, and yeah, you could easily just you know rank up loads of steps walking around. It's so beautiful. So that's something that I would try to focus on if you are going away and you know you might want to train, but you might you know not want to totally go couch potato mode. Look at getting your steps up. Something that I do. We go to France quite a lot, and we live or we have a house about. 15, 16 minutes, maybe a little bit more uh, of a walk from our local village. And I will always make sure that in the mornings when we go for breakfast, I walk to the village, walk home. And in the evenings for dinner, I walk to the village and walk home. It's just something that makes me feel better about my day and that, you know, I've at least gotten some activity in and then yeah, you just get to see some stuff while you're away. So that is something I definitely recommend. You decide what you want to do. I know for some people training away is absolutely the last thing they want to do. And that's fine as well. You know, you deserve, if you're training pretty much all year round, you deserve to take a break and not everybody can go, you know, hundred percent with their training program the whole time. And um, but at the end of the day, it's what you want to do and what you will feel best doing or how you will feel when you come back. So, those are my top tips for what you can do while away. I hope you find them useful. I think if I had listened to that maybe four or five years ago, I would have found it useful. It's a lot more of a balanced mindset than feeling like I explained at the start you need to be super strict, tracking calories, you know, living off salads and scared to eat anything else versus the other end of the spectrum, which is you're totally, you know, hitting the fuck a button and just YOLOing the shit out of your holiday. Keep in mind, like holidays are for enjoyment and making memories. And that is something that will I will always say to clients, I will always say to myself, is that, you know, yes, there will be holidays and there has been holidays that I felt, oh my God, I've overindulged. I feel a little bit shitty. And, you know, I just feel a little bit bloated. Not my usual, you know, self before I went for the holiday. But at the end of the day, you are there to make memories and have a great time with the people that you're with, whether it's your partner, whether it's your friends. And keep in mind that you'll probably remember the delicious ice creams or the unreal pizza that you had and or whatever it is that you ate instead of how much you exercised or how much salad, how many salads you ate. And that's just something to, I suppose, kind of help you weigh up what's most important to you and what do you value. And if it is training while away and train it and, you know, eating like nutritious foods, that's something you value more than having drinks and pizza and all that. And that's fine. But I suppose my point is, and I'm kind of repeating myself, but outline what you value and stick to that and own your decision to stick to that. And you can also really enjoy yourself without going overboard. Think of the people you surround yourself with, the place you're visiting. Those things are also really important and that's, holidays don't just have to be centered around food. And that's something that I really struggled with like for a good few years. When it comes to post holiday, I will share with you a couple of tips on what I did. My best advice is, get straight back into a routine. Don't wait till Monday. I got back on a Wednesday and on Thursday I did a grocery shop. I booked in for my gym sessions. I could have waited till Monday, But I knew I was going to feel 10 times worse if I waited till Monday and I could have come up with all the excuses. My first three sessions back, so I trained Thursday, Friday, Saturday. My first three sessions back were so awful. I was out of breath, I couldn't lift anything. I just felt crap, like I felt really, really crap. By Saturday, I kind of started to feel myself again. But that was purely because I'd done a grocery shop, I started eating nutritious foods again, I was, you know, getting better sleep, I was drinking plenty of water. Those are, like, the simple things and the basics, but they really, really work. And I think I realised how, when I'm away on holidays, when I don't have that routine of the basics, how much it affects me. And, like, even still, I'm almost back a week and... I'm only now kind of coming out of that slump and um, I still have it a little bit, which I think I'm just super tired, but, and I hate to, <laughs> feel like I have no right to say that after a holiday, but it was like a different holiday than I usually would go on. It was a lot more boozy. It was a lot more party, um, yeah, than I'm used to. But again, loved every minute of it, but advice for getting back to things yeah, straight back into your routine. Booking for your gym sessions, do a grocery shop, do not wait till Monday. It really will, I always say this to people, um, you know, going off track or being out of routine for a week will not have a massive effect on your progress, but the longer it takes to get back into that routine absolutely will. Another thing as well, like stepped back up, came home to my dog and I suppose like I have a Springer Spaniel and She will walk for hours, so I have no choice. I'm always gonna have to walk her. So that's a that's something that I do really like appreciate with having a dog is that you know there's no choice, you have to walk, and getting your steps up is a really helpful way to you know create that expenditure. Um, and then lastly, another thing that I probably will be doing for the next couple of months because we're like July and I've really busy weekends, I've got weddings, I've got hens, I've got Um, nights out with friends and it's it's quite busy. I'm really going to try and limit, you know, alcohol, eating out and getting takeaways to max once a week. And I kind of got, especially before holidays, maybe like a couple of weeks ahead, got into this routine where like the weather in Ireland was super sunny. We had a big heat wave and I got into the habit of like going to the local pub and like having a couple of beers on like a Wednesday night after work or like a Thursday night. And that's, that's fine. Again, like it was such nice weather and no regrets. I'm really enjoyed it, but it's not my routine. And like I said, with alcohol, it doesn't fit into my lifestyle and I'm up super early. I work quite late and yeah, I just kind of thought I ripped the piss a little bit before I went away, which no regrets, but lesson learned that I'm like, I don't actually feel my best when I'm doing that. So yeah, limiting eating out, takeaways to around once a, or maximum once a week. And um, I know it has me feeling better. So like that, going to a wedding this weekend, that's going to be a really fun day. But like that, it doesn't mean, you know, the wedding's on the Saturday. It doesn't mean on the Friday, I'm going to be heading to the pub and having a few drinks. I'm going to wait till the Saturday. And it's all about compromise as opposed to sacrifice. So that's something as well i talked about in many podcasts before is a lot of people feel they have to sacrifice, you know, their takeaways or their alcohol intake or going to restaurants in order to get results. And you absolutely do not have to do that. Compromise goes such a long way. And like I said, as an example at the start, like if you're having alcohol, you know, every night of the week, a great compromise would be having alcohol two nights a week. And you're probably going to enjoy it a lot more. And I know that is definitely the case for me. If I get a takeaway while it a lot of the time will be the easier option for me. I live in an area where, you know, you can actually get probably every different type of cuisine for a takeaway, but I'm going to feel better if I home make a meal that's full of nutrients, that's high in protein. I'm just going to feel better doing it. So that is my best suggestion or that is something that I am implementing going forward for the next couple of months before I head away again in about six weeks time. So yeah, that's... They're all my tips for how to go away, how to still enjoy yourself while, whether it is staying relatively on track or whether it is, you know, taking the foot off the pedal for a little bit. But I think it's a case of going, coming back, no regrets, appreciating who you're around, who you spent your holiday with. That is, in my opinion, the most important thing. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you find that episode useful, helpful. If you have any questions at all, I would love to hear from you. You can message me on Instagram at Vicky Cornick. Also, you can message my gym page at victory underscore fitness underscore IE. That's where we share all my, you know, nutrition tips, training tips. I share all my clients' progress as well. And if you want to get in touch about joining Victory Fitness, we are a women's only gym based in Monkstown, County Dublin. And biased but we have the best community the best energy there and yeah if you know me by now you know that I'm all about empowering women giving them that confidence in the gym and making them feel you know their best versions of themselves this is my last episode I have loved recording 24 episodes. I'm really actually proud of myself, so I'm gonna say that. Um, because like I said at the start, I set out to do 10 episodes and here we are an extra fourteen episodes later. Um, but yeah, it's been such a joy. Thank you so much to Jessie, who has just been an amazing podcast producer. I would not be able to do this without her. She is just the best when it comes to editing podcasts, running everything by me, creating, you know, captions creating the audiogram she does it all so thank you so much Jessie. and yeah i'm not gonna make this goodbye any longer but i will see you on the next season which i'm so looking forward to doing if you have any suggestions on guests on topics that you would like me to talk about please just send me a message please let me know and don't forget to share this podcast with friends family or anyone else you think might find it useful thank you so much and i will see you on the next season